All right, everybody, welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Garza, here with my co-host, Carson Phillips. Hey, guys, I'm Carson here. And today, we have a great <laughs> review coming yep. your way. Yeah, we do, This guys. is our second to last review before the holiday season, so get ready. Yeah. We just posted our end-of-the-year Spotify... Um, oh, what is it? yes. Uh, it's called Wrapped, I think. Yeah, called. Wrapped. Or, and it just kind of tells for, you... For, that was through Anchor, our provider. What do, you, what do we call them? Well, but it, at the it's bottom, it says, it says Spot, Spotify. They're owned by Spotify. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so we posted it, guys, and we are in successfully seven countries that we are listening to. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we have, Canada over 400 minutes of of content. So, guys. Which is, it was, like, over, like, 56% more content than most um, podcasters (laughs) within our genre because (laughs) we did daily episodes, and we're still doing daily episodes soon. Yes, we will be starting our daily episodes for our Christmas special soon. Okay, guys, so we are doing our prediction time with Dan and Can. So I hate that. I (laughs) resent that. Can. (laughs) I don't know. You have an N in your name, so... No, that's Dan and Can's predictions. Um, we got three good movies. Our for you. couple name. What would our couple name be? Carden, Carden, or Darcy? Carnial. Yeah, Carden. I don't even know where Carden came from. It'd be Carden, Carnial, Car- Carnial, or Darson. I think Darson. I hate that. Denarson. Darson. What's our? You guys should come up with our ship name. Yeah, do that. Corinne. So first off, nope, that before bad. we get into the predictions, um, we had a couple of good episodes that came out during the kind of holiday season. One of them being um, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. But yeah, we're, I want to address kings. I want to address the haters in our what podcast. Haters? The Tim? haters known as Tim's right. Tim Davis, T. Pat Davis. No, he. So He's guys, right this go to his account, send him pizzas. spam him, and send him hate mail. And actually, you know what? Swat his house. I Let's want you guys to swat him. Now. His address is <laughs> seven seven three Ronald Street, Maryland. Maryland Boulevard. The state is on yep. a boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so he disagreed with me. He left us some hate mail on Instagram. So guys, he I want you to go back Daniel. and hate him back. Uh, he, he was said, my groomsman, but he is he is no longer a man. So he's just my grooms. So guys, I have I spoke personally with a lot of other people that did in fact agree with me that Snoopy was the villain in the Thanksgiving Day. Who did you episode. speak to? That's not important. I'm not going to name drop unless they're haters. No, um, that's they're wrong though. They're not wrong. Snoopy, Snoopy's not okay. Snoopy was the villain in that episode. I'm not saying he's a villain in general. He was the villain in that episode, guys. To clear up this fight, go back, listen to our Thanksgiving Day episode. It's fun, it's friendly for the whole family, and uh, it come, is friendly. For yeah, the whole and, and come back and see One if you agree with me or Carson. So let's get into our movie prediction times with Dan and Can. So. Our first movie set more than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar, The Way of the Water, begins to tell the story of the Soli family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they make to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. That's a horrible logline. Yeah, it's not great. 
It's just too long. Okay, I will say. What will you say? I recently rewatched Avatar in theaters. Okay. The El Capitan Ooh. in Los Angeles. That's the theater owned by Disneyland. It's gorgeous. I've never been there before, so that was kind of fun. Uh, the seats are horrible, though. I mean, anyways, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, okay. But uh, the mo- the original movie holds up. Does it? And I actually appreciate... I think it holds up. And it, the special effects still looked pretty good, like on a movie theater screen. On a TV, a little bit different. But I thought it looked pretty decent. The story's still whatever, but like... Yeah. I still enjoyed it. So I'm thinking this new movie, I'm hopeful it's going to be good. I think it's going to be as good as the first one. Okay, so what are you what are you gonna predict? So I'm gonna predict. Oh, dude, it's so hard because it could really go either way. Um, I'm gonna say critics are gonna say ninety three point five percent. That doesn't exist. I'm and gonna do ninety three. <laughs> do ninety four. Okay. And then the audience is probably gonna like it too. I'm gonna say ninety six percent. Ooh, wow. Okay. I'm feeling high. And here's the thing too. If this movie doesn't end up being the fourth highest grossing movie of all time, it doesn't make its money back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very so, true. So I just want everyone to go watch it and say it's good, even if it's not true, because I want him to finish the story at least. Yeah, I for me, I kind of lean on the opposite. I, well, I haven't. Okay, so this is just a quick story. We, Rebecca and I last year, we went to Disney World. And we did oh, okay. the the Avatar the, ride uh, in Avatar Animal Kingdom. World, so dude, that area is like life changingly cool. Oh my <laughs> like god, the dude. floating mountains. Yes. both rides are pretty cool. The so the one where it's kind of like um, soaring over the world. Where yeah, that's amazing. So Rebecca and I had literally like a life altering experience on that ride yeah, no, because Rebecca like, was like, "This is what so I picture crazy. heaven would be like, like being able to fly, being all." <laughs> she had like an intense. Like, it's not theologically sound, but cool. However, I was I did not love the Avatar. I loved all the things that you're supposed to love about it, all the specs and all the text. But the story, so I mean, okay, the story of the first one is weak, right? So I don't. So that doesn't I think give they might a, correct the story in this one though. It doesn't give me a lot of hope for it. So I'm going to say 76 critics and 83 audience. That's my that's uh, my review. Yep. I think you're going to be wrong. I honestly, I really genuinely hope I am. So the next movie is going to be A Tale of Outsized Ambition and Outrageous Excess. Babylon traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. So this is Babylon. Damon Giselle. Yep. I met him. Really? I just... I'm flexing real quick. I met him. Oh at, like, gosh, I sat dropping. behind him at Sundance. And then I peed next to Thundercat. So Nice. I'm just, and we said, hey. <laughs> but anyways, um, I kind of have a feeling this isn't going to be that good. I'm going to say 70% critic and like, okay, no, that's way too low. I'm going to say 77% for critics and like 83 for audience. I'm going to go low because... I think we had a lot of hope for what was that new Christian Bale and Margot Robbie movie or was it Margot Robbie Amsterdam. Oh, that's a different director though. I know, but it gives me that vibe. And I I mean, I feel like this is going to be kind of a fun movie though. Like I think I'll probably like it. I just don't know. I okay. feel like it might end up being a mess. I'm going to say 59 
critics. What? And 32 audience. Nah, dude. I think it might flop. I'm taking a risk here. No. Now, let's move to The Pale Blue Eye. This is such a long logline, but here we go. Go for it. Make it dramatic. Read it it with your acting skills. West Point, 1883. In the early hours of the gray winter morning, a cadet is found dead. But after the body arrives at the morgue, tragedy becomes a savagery when it is discovered that the young man's heart has been skillfully removed. Fearing oh ir- this honestly sounds good so far. I'm I'm in fearing irreparable damage to the fledgling military academy. Its leaders turn to the local detective, Augustus Lander, who is Christian Bale, to solve the murder. Stimmed by the cadet's code of silence, Lander enlists the help of one of their own to pursue the case. An eccentric cadet with disdain for rigors of the military and penchant for poetry. A young man named Edgar Allan Poe. What? I was going to say, as you were reading this logline, it sounded like... Yeah, um, like one of his poems. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Like, because isn't there something like about the heart getting ripped out or some crap? I don't know. I didn't. I never paid attention We're not to literature people. Mm, so I don't know if this is going to be like the most amazing movie ever. So I feel like right. critics are probably going to be like 65% maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think audiences might vibe with this. I feel like this might be like an 82. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give it an 82 and a 76. I think it's going to oh, be good. So you, I, it you think critics good. are going to be into it too? Yeah, I think so. It's It sounds a little bit, um, they're striving. It sounds cool. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Those are our three movie predictions. We will probably meet this back up at the end of our Christmas, or actually at the beginning of our next, after our Christmas special. Um, and we will kind of see who's going, who's who's the closest to win. And whoever wins this gets to pick a movie of their choice. Um, I'm going to pick something so bad. And make the other watch it and review it. So the movie we watched, you guys, is All Quiet on the Western Front. It's not that quiet. It's really not. It's very loud. Well, until the end. And they're like, oh, it is all quiet. On <laughs> You're stupid. Okay. So this is a Netflix original, right? Yes, sir. Or it, Yeah. A Netflix film. It was at least in America, at least. I don't know about in Germany or not. Yeah, true. So uh, let's, let me read it for you a young german soldier's terrifying experiences and distress on the western front during world war one that's it that's simple enough i mean that's accurate too yeah so this is uh technically well it's not a remake but there was this is based off a book that came out obviously years and years ago but there was an original film as well that also came out forever ago it was like an early sound film technically um so i've seen the original i have not read the book and then i just watched this one so i do have a little i honestly there is like some big differences but i think i prefer this new one more to be honest yeah the old the old one kind of like the themes and stuff they make it very obvious with the messages this one does too but the original film makes it more obvious but the, i will say before we start talking about this the original film um featured a lot of actual vets from the war 
Mm. And so, like, the way they would set up, like, the barbed wire and all this different, like, trench warfare stuff was, like, extremely accurate because they just got done doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, that if you're into that, that'd be a reason to watch the original. And it's American. The original's American. This is a German film. Well, you were saying that at first it played in English for you, right? Yeah, it was really obnoxious. Wait, did I tell you that already? Yeah, we we talk before this podcast sometimes. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> at first, I always like watching it. When you have the choice, I like watching it in its original um, form. Just because Lingua. from an acting perspective, like mm-hmm. a lot of tone comes through obviously like the cadence and vocal performance of the actor. So you really, you get a lot more, even if it's in another language, you get a lot more from learning or like listening to the original than somebody's dub version of it, because they might not have done the exact same work that the actor has done. So you really kind of want to stay true. You kind of lose what their performance is. Exactly. Yeah. I would say you probably lose at least a good 50, if not 75. Yeah. 75% of it. So, um, that's why, but when I first started watching it, it played in the English dub for me. I was like, wait a second, is this showing like the English side or what? And, and then I was <laughs> You're like, what is happening? I know. So I scrolled down and it like, said this English with subtitles. <laughs> I was like, wait, no. So I put on German with subtitles. Um, yeah, the default was English. Yeah. Just so odd. It's, and I've heard, um, with squid game that happened to people where the default was English. I'm like, that's yeah, so weird. maybe, I don't know, because I feel like there's like a lot of push in film to watch a lot of these foreign films. But they still like mm-hmm. cater to us of well, here's the English of it, and you're like, no, what? I want to watch it in. I can read. Yeah, in Korean or whatever. So, I mean, I don't know if we want to describe the whole thing. It's pretty much just a group of friends that it's not. They're vol- kind of excited to go to war. They're not volunteering, right? They're pretty much told they're going. They're pretty much told they're going, but they're told like, hey, what you're doing is like this great honor. Yeah, you're gonna come back a hero, which mm-hmm. obviously. We all know how World War One ended, and <laughs> how it affected World War Two. So yeah, exactly. They didn't come back as heroes; they came back broke. It's it's very sad just because of the beginning. This group of friends, they all go into like sign up together. They all get their uniforms together. Mm-hmm. They're super excited to be heroes and just like you know patriots for their country. And then it just it takes such a quick turn, and I think that's where we can kind of open like, it up. Terror. Yeah. Yeah. I hella just burped when I said yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, disgusting. I think I'm going to go cry. Oh, my God. And so I think we can open it up right there to be like, you know, let's just talk about it, of what we thought of it. What, let's do what we liked mm-hmm. first because um, I think there's a lot okay. more of what we liked than what we didn't like. And Yeah, um, I think overall I liked it Yeah, more than disliked it. Same. And uh, it's, it's pretty much just like a, you're just following this character in his slice of – six weeks in the war that he's supposed to be in because they said they're only supposed to be in there for six weeks right like that company yeah i think they had like waves of Mm -hmm. men being either drafted or volunteered or whatever i don't know what the actual historical context of that is but yeah i think it was like waves of men because there's some guys that were already there longer um in fact one of our main character cats was there longer than this younger group of guys coming in okay cool so what did you like about this movie I mean, I really liked – so, okay, I'll do this first. I really enjoyed the visual style. Okay. Uh, it was nice. really pretty. Obviously, we were talking before. It reminded us of 1917. Yeah, for sure. World War One movie. Yeah, but 1917 is all one giant one shot. Yeah. It's like a technically – or it's supposed to look like a one take. This doesn't do that. 
So you do get some really cool cuts here and there. And there's also like these really cool visual moments where it's not the soldiers, it's other stuff around them, like kind of showing the atmosphere. And I, I thought that set this tone really well. Yeah. Um, there is one shot in particular I love though. And that's when the cars are driving up and you can see the headlight go off and then the next car drives up and the headlight goes off. Oh, okay. It's when the train's coming in too. And they're like getting it's there's, you do see a little oh, bit yes, of yes, yes. behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's these guys negotiating, and that's kind of the scene there. But the mm-hmm. way they shot it was really pretty. Yeah. Especially if you have all your lights off in the house and you got that sexy Atmos track going on in your ears. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the visual style is really, really solid in this. No, yeah, I definitely am with you on that. Just there's – the shots on it were so beautiful. And I, I started watching this the other night, and – um. Mm-hmm. And we I we have like a big TV that has a really good sound system, so it's always fun to watch these kind of war movies go on because you get the good quality sound and you see all the you know the visuals in that there that base. are just like yeah exactly. And um, I really like the style that they went with it, especially there was this one beautiful Dutch angle that they did. And I'm a sucker for Dutch angles. I don't know what it is if it's me being pretentious, but it's because I'm Dutch. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I'll show you my Dutch angle. Shut up. <laughs> and so it like he's he falls onto the ground and it cuts into this Dutch angle and then the camera just kind of follows up with him when he starts to get back up. And um I just thought like just everything was so clear. Everything like you could tell they didn't go cheap routes on this and being mm, like this movie with, looked expensive. Yeah, it, like with visuals and I mean it was just such an eye candy masterpiece to me. It definitely felt mm. like it was kind of being a little bit of Oscar bait, um, just with the, how dramatic yeah, some of these the scenes Oscars looked. Just ignore foreign films. Though. <laughs> no, they don't. They, I they mean, ig- largely ignore them. Okay, but I think Parasite they kind get of one category. Car- Parasite, be, like it won like what three or four Oscars? Yeah. So that did open the flood. I think so that, I because guess. after ever since then, I've been seeing like. So many foreign films just be like coming to light and being such a like more people are open to it now. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you put I mean, good stories are good stories no matter where they come from. So once people kind of like get wow, out. That's s- profound. <laughs> so once no, people get that, that's out. That's our new quote on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> good stories are good stories no matter where they come from. Wayne Gretzky, Daniel Garza. <laughs> Do you know where that's from? <laughs> okay. The office. Ah, uh, that's my buddy. You're my friend. Okay. Um. Ugh. So yeah, I really really like the visuals um and the, I, I mean the cinematographer in this was just I think the perfect fit. What did you think about the soundtrack? I thought it was killer. It kind of reminded me of the Batman soundtrack. I hated it. I hate, okay, <laughs> really? So, okay, I liked it. Is it cuz it sounds too modern? No, no, no. I liked that. I thought like right when they oh. first played it and you know they're showing like all the trucks and all the yeah, yeah. the soldiers in the trucks I was like oh nice like I thought that that was going to be the style that they kind of followed along but it wasn't it just was that song that's it yeah. the entire time <laughs> and I was like sick. oh my well it's because gosh. during the fight scenes there's no soundtrack really. exactly yeah it's just all the so I I really didn't like it it just got too it was too much for me and I didn't think it was good comparatively though when batman does the same thing the entire yeah it i liked it so i don't it, it's it had to be something with the notes or something with the, like the actual it just wasn't yeah vibing with you this time 
I liked it. Let me get I like I don't want to get it you twisted. Liked it. I liked it. I just didn't like how overused it was. In terms of story, I thought the story was really solid as well. I thought uh I thought the themes like the it's uh, technically it's an anti-war movie. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that all war, I've heard it argue that all war movies are anti-war, but <laughs> this has a strong theme of that. Yeah. And uh, especially this war where it seems like it was mostly pointless because at the end they give you this little um, snippet of information about how they were literally fighting over like meters. Yeah. That's all it was. So like you see how pointless it is and how much trauma these characters have to go through. And the actors do a good job of portraying like the shell shock and yeah. them freaking out over losing friends, especially when they go in with this attitude, like we're going to come back as heroes. Yeah. And, you see them slowly start to realize like we're not coming back the same people or at all, depending on how this goes down. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely intense, but I, I agree with you I, a lot. I thought it was that. good the way they did it. Yeah. I mean, we see movies do this all the time. And if you haven't seen this, you, you probably have, you just need to look a little bit more um, mm-hmm. or just kind of train your eye to see it. But something that this movie did was when the boys all kind of get like the, the group of boys all kind of get their like, they're noticed that they're going to be going into war. You see all of them come together. They're so excited. It's kind of like this huge, like, I don't know if juxtaposition is the right word, but like they're, they're really stoked for this yeah. to honor their country. Right. And it's all sh- sunshine, all the theme, the mood is all upbeat and bright, but then it's the same thing. It's like the mood changes right when they get to the point of they're going to get their suits. And then he sees that he, there's the name tag of the other soldier that was on the the uniform beforehand oh, yeah. and then you That's start to so feel crazy. the darkness set in and then immediately right when they get to the camp like it's just everybody's like wait well this isn't what we kind of signed up for this isn't what we thought it yeah. was gonna be like and then it gets worse from there because even after that first battle they're assigned like a job to go and collect the mm-hmm. dog tags yeah and or I, half I'm the like, dog tag. that would mess you up mentally yeah because you know like if this is a job that means this happens every time yeah they fight and there's a lot of little stuff like that throughout where you're like like the psychology of it would just like mess you up mm-hmm. like unbelievable I, we've never saw war like this before so, right I mean, and to your and to your point again uh just kind of like reiterating how you said that the guys like they portray this how they don't want to be in this war mm-hmm. pretty intensely yeah um it just holds up throughout like you see his friends start to mentally dissipate because of how i mean i just thought of that one scene where the boy with the glasses i can't remember his name but he was just like he was just so fed up and when they're finally getting bombed in the trenches he's like banging his head against the wall because he's like i just want to go home like oh i know i felt so bad yeah and then he does spoiler yeah he does die he dies <laughs> and they pull his glasses out of the well he accidentally the, steps on him remember? the mud yeah yeah that's so sad too because he was all like they were all he was kind of like a goofy character yeah when he tried the glasses on for the first time mm-hmm. and he was all excited and then he dies pretty early on so it's not that big of a spoiler but yeah that was traumatizing <laughs> this is more on the severe side and like like the violence is intense like some you see like you see disfigurement most of it's fairly brief. Like the fight scenes aren't incredibly mm-hmm. long, 
But without like spoiling the rest of the end, it is kind of funny. Not wow, wow that was horrible to say. War it so is funny, bro. The movie comes. F- <laughs> shut up. It comes full circle with Paul mm. when the new re- the new he company helps comes one in, of the new recruits. and he. Yeah, he just like they. The redhead. It was the last thing that they tell. They they're like, hey, this is a, you know we're gonna go fight one more time mm-hmm. before like you know the war ends. Gosh. And um and the kid like looks so confused and he just grabs him, pushes him aside, and then he like protects him in mm-hmm. the trenches too. So and that's exactly like what Cats, Cats did, did yeah. with Paul. Yeah, I thought that and was so kind of it, it's interesting to see. Yeah, it, how that comes full circle and you see the like the reality and truth behind what the war did to him and now and not even that he's like a pro at war but like he's been through it and he's only it's been there like, like four weeks he has the trauma already but he came in the same way he mm-hmm. came in optimistic thinking oh i'm gonna be a hero people are gonna love me when i get yeah. back home and that's probably what this other boy was thinking and so age-wise there's no difference but as far as like that four weeks aged paul probably beyond what a yeah, normal experience person age you know like mentally, yeah, and exactly. All that stuff, spiritually, for the most part, the pacing of this movie was pretty yeah. strong. The acting it, was you don't, phenomenal. Yeah, it's not boring at all. Like the whole time, yeah. you're like, oh, I want to keep seeing how this goes. Exactly. I, okay, so I have like two kind of complaints. They're not really okay. that big of a deal. One, I would have liked. This could be a me problem though, too. Um, I just wish I could have tell told what's the word? Could tell. Could tell <laughs> these uh, main friend group apart a little bit better uh i don't yeah. know how you could have done that it's kind of hard when everyone's covered in mud and blood mm-hmm. so it's reasonable that they couldn't do that and then also right. some of the political stuff i thought it was placed weird in the movie but i almost feel like if the movie was either super super long <laughs> or if they turned it into a mini series they could have done that oh, a little yeah. bit better this yeah, would have be cool. been great as a mini series because i know the book actually has um a bit more story to it that like happens after the war. I haven't read it, but I just saw that somewhere recently. I thought that could be interesting, but as a movie, I think it works perfectly fine too. Honestly, this would have been a good miniseries. Yeah. Like a German um, Pacific or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. It's a band of brothers. It's just, it's a great movie. I really, I really do want to recommend this movie to anybody that's like into history, into war, into like kind of all those types of it's super into war, war, bro. war movies. That's yeah, right. I, li- I like war movies, even like the old ones that are like not super graphic and aren't really like showing you the true horrors of war. I even enjoy those a little bit. Like yeah. The Great Escape is a, such a fun movie to me. But um, anyways, yeah, I do recommend it as well. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so show it to your I homeschoolers. Mean, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, literally. Me These the th- I mean, <laughs> I, I watched war movies as a kid. I'm uh, fine. I didn't. And are you fine? Mm. <laughs> Mostly. Okay. That is All Quiet on the Western Front. It's a really good movie. Go check it out. And it's on Netflix and yeah, it's on Netflix. I mean, a little a little bit of a graphic warning, but other than that, it's a really great movie. I got a recommendation. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to start switching who gets to do recommendations so we can keep these a little bit shorter. So I'm going first. I'm stealing it from Daniel. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm struggling to cut these down and keep them short (laughs) so you guys can just listen to them. So So, it's a good idea what we're doing. 
So over Thanksgiving, Alyssa bought me a Thanksgiving gift, and she got me the 4K collector's edition of Marcel the Shell. Nice, and, Alyssa. In our backlog of episodes, we talk about this movie a lot, even though we didn't watch it ever until recently. So me, Alyssa, and her grandma sat down and watched it and on her big 4K TV, and I cried watching it. It's a wonderful movie. It's a cute animated movie, kind of animated stop motion. Uh, if you watch the YouTube shorts of Marcel, I think you would love the movie. Um, A24 put it out, and which is such an odd... The fact that there's like a family-appropriate A24 movie makes my brain hurt a little bit because there's really nothing inappropriate in it at all. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be boring for like little kids, but for the most part, it's really wonderful and wholesome. Well, that's just the difference of A24 is that they like take on movies that in other worlds wouldn't get made. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could have Moonlight, Hereditary, and Marcel the Shell all under one company. (laughs) <laughs> and they all received the same amount of like love from the the filmmakers and like the team yeah. behind, at A24 too like they make merch yeah. for all three movies equally and yeah it, it's, it's it's unmatched great. our christmas episodes coming up pretty much immediately after that starting on what what date did we decide i think we're doing the 12th the 12th and we have a lot of them we're going to be doing daily again so get ready mm-hmm. get your christmas sweaters on get your cocoa roasting get some nuts <laughs> cracking and yeah we're gonna have a fun time yeah we are we're and gonna do it all, i mean for the most part all of these are pretty appropriate for the uh you can watch family friendly probably except for like two yeah and the rest of, of them me. are just Mainly gonna be our classic <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be our classic christmas movies i already started watching some of them so we can get ahead but it's gonna be a lot of fun we're excited about that we're gonna do 15 ho, movies ho, actually ho. in 12 days so yeah 15 movies but in 12 days yep (laughs) but anyways we'll see you guys next week and please remember to follow us on at the clean slate underscore podcast something like that yeah at daniel garza at carson phillips loves you and (laughs) dude i just did you just change that (laughs) yeah i just changed it i thought it was funny (laughs) i I, like when i added you to the story the other day i was like wait a second did you just change that or has it always been that (laughs) And um, we don't have Twitter, I don't think. We don't we don't use it. I don't think do. so. We don't use yeah. Facebook. But yeah, so you can see updates on Instagram. And our TikTok's going to be coming up soon. Yeah, we're going to be doing TikToks and Reels, so get ready for that. Anyways, thank you guys, and see you later. Peace. That's a clean slate.